Good morning and welcome to another podcast of Iconic Freedom, The Formula. We're talking about accountability and responsibility. We're setting a standard for ourselves, right? For our individual self. And I mentioned on the Instagram that I wanted to talk a little bit about bringing order to your life. Um, I want to really kind of delve into this. Uh, I had a great experience, um, which once I tell the story, it'll be very interesting. People will be like, really? That's, that's a great experience. But, you know, when things kind of seem like they go off the rails uh, in life, for me, it always seems like the universe is bringing me an opportunity to kind of flex my muscle and uh, to kind of work through some things, if indeed I need to work through it, or maybe it's just the ability to observe that, you know, having my life in order made this situation that that appeared uh, to work itself out pretty easily. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that uh, today. Uh, when I talk about, you know, people that don't have their lives in order, you know, the way they're going to handle things, you know, they don't, they tend to see things as having a problem or there's an issue and, you know, they, they go into being emotional and they panic and, you know, rather than seeing it as I just have a situation that I need to attend to, no big deal. Um, you know, something that I noticed about what I'm about to tell you is that, you know, my interactions were very smooth with the people that I had the opportunity to talk with and interact with. Um, a lot of times what will happen is people will become very agitated because of the situation that they're in. And so then what happens is they start getting emotional and then they start taking it out on the very people that they're wanting help from, right? And then they end up having a very unhappy experience with people and they are very reactive themselves and not even realizing it. I mean, certainly you've seen people where, you know, the person behind the counter is as lovely as could be, but the customer, you know, just isn't managing themselves for whatever reason. A lot of times because they don't have order in their life and they don't have accountability and responsibility. And so, you know, they wind up lashing out at other people. Again, you know, the very people that, you know, they want help from, as it turns out. So the thing that happened was, so I was traveling and I had decided that I was going to, instead of leaving the night before, I was going to leave the morning of, uh, from Sunday into Monday. So I had gone ahead and I scheduled an Uber and thinking, you know, my plane doesn't leave until 5 a.m. and they don't start boarding until 4.30. And I had observed the Friday before that, you know, they start boarding, you know, at 4.30 um, for a five o'clock departure, you know, being there two hours early, not that big of a deal. Now, I understood that sometimes you want to get there early because you never know what TSA is going to be like and all that kind of good stuff. So fortunately, a little bit of order in my life. I got onto TSA pre-check and I've done that for the last five plus years and it makes it super easy when I'm traveling. And I'm doing a lot of traveling these days, which is kind of cool. So 
So there's the first portion of it is that, you know, I wanted to schedule a car and I decided to schedule the car at 3.30 in the morning. So figuring it takes about 20, 25 minutes to get to the airport, uh, to Sky Harbor in Phoenix, and then I would have plenty of time to get through TSA and get to the gate by 4.30 a.m. when they start boarding the plane. So great, that is fantastic. And I'm going to bring up a couple of other backstory pieces that will all play into all of this other good stuff. But, you know, I've had uh, my insurance with my car with State Farm, my gosh, for over 30 years I've been with State Farm. Uh, Very reliable. You know, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Anyway, um, they really are. I mean, it made it very easy. And... um, So one of the things that I thought was really great was, you know, that I had those things in place. I had purchased a halo bolt that I keep in the back of my car uh, for any such emergencies, tire pressure, battery, all that kind of good stuff. So I have these things that I have done in the past to take care of myself, to realize that, you know, even when I was living in Scottsdale full-time and I had friends there and roommates uh, that you know in in a pinch I could rely on of course but I was always self-reliant and independent and wanting to make sure that that was the endeavor you know that's my accountability that's my responsibility to self well so Sunday night as I'm going to bed I'm thinking you know I hope this is gonna work out in terms of the timing now I'm starting to think it differently that should I have scheduled it earlier for my uber ride and you know all those kinds of good things well as it turned out the driver texted me about 3 a.m and i was already up at this point and said hey i'm gonna be a little bit early i thought well how serendipitous is that (laughs) because he'll arrive early and we'll boogie out of here and get to the airport and i'll still have plenty of time which I did. He was absolutely lovely. He got there at 3.15 in the morning. We, I jumped in the car. I didn't have any luggage. I just had brought my backpack with my laptop because I have all my clothes in Scottsdale as well as here in Texas. And so that made it for a very comfortable transition and transfer to the airport. He was very nice. We had a great conversation. And, uh, you know, I look forward to the next time I'm in Scottsdale and I need an Uber. I'm going to reach out to this guy. So I get into DFW and, you know, they're dropping you at one gate. So when you get out, you got to kind of figure it out how to get to these other gates and how to get to parking. And this was my first time flying into DFW where I had to pick up my car. Super easy. Again, you know, just having worked at the airport in the past you know, I can pretty much navigate these things. Got on to what they called the, I think they call it the Starlink, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. It's very, uh, you know, Star Wars. And it was just, I, I don't know, it was very funny to me. So got on to that, got out, got to the point where I needed, found my car, went into the garage, and I'm walking around, you know, how you hit your button on your on your fob so that you can find your car. Well, that's what I was doing. And interestingly enough, it wasn't working. And I thought, I know I'm in the right spot. I, I know it. And and I had taken a picture. Here we go. Having taken care of things on the front end, I took a picture of the location of where the car was, what gate it was at, what level it was at. And I left that in my phone. So I looked it up and I thought, well, I'm in the right spot. I didn't walk far enough. And it turns out I get to my car and 
apparently the battery is dead, which is a little shocking because I had just had it replaced last May. So I was like, okay, so fortunately, you know, I have a key, so I'm able to old fashioned put the key in and unlock it and get into my trunk to see if I can get my my halo uh, bolt uh, up and running so I can charge my car. Well, that didn't work. And so, you know, I called my friend Dan and I just said, hey, I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I've got this thing connected correctly. And he's like, yep, sounds like you did. And, you know, he was headed off into a meeting. I said, well, that's all I needed. Just wanted to confirm with somebody. You know, it just helps to have a little reality check. Uh, Dan has done this a lot for a lot of um, patients that have come out of uh, the clinic or hospital where their car wasn't starting. And, I had given him a, a halo years ago, and uh, he has put it to great use. In fact, we all have. Everybody I give one to seems to love it. So anyways, um, so it wasn't working, and I just thought, well, I don't want to waste too much time on this. So I called State Farm. I just happen to have roadside assistance. I pay for that on my insurance. Always glad that I did. Called them, got on the phone. Guy talked uh, me through it, and uh, you know I'd never had to pin from my phone, which I thought was interesting. So I had to drop a pin to my location. That was kind of cool. He walked me through that. Said in an hour and a half, you know, uh, within ninety minutes, the guy will be there. Um, and about an hour later, the guy texted me, and we went back and forth about location. So he was for certain where I was going to be. Really nice guy. He's from Detroit, just moved here recently, has his own company, and uh, super cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, he was a very funny guy. And, uh, you know, went over, used his charger, and was able to jump it. The problem was, is when I turned it off to try to restart it, it didn't start. Okay, no big deal. So it sounds like the battery needs to be changed. I had already called. Uh, the David McDavid uh, Honda dealership in Irving and I had gone to them previously and uh, they had gotten an appointment for me so you know we just hooked up the car took it in I got there started talking to the gentleman behind the counter and you know I said I could swear that this is under warranty and he looked it up and you know we did a little sleuthing and figured out that indeed it's still under warranty I said but I could swear that I had replaced it last May and he said, well, come around here and let's take a look at this. And as we started kind of sleuthing some more, we realized we went into the warranty section and expanded that on the computer. And voila, it showed that, you know, it was replaced last May. And so it was still under warranty. Probably saved myself several hundred dollars, you know, because this was under warranty. He says, hey, we'll get that changed out. We'll do a diagnostic to make sure that that really is the problem. And, you know, no big deal. So at this point, I'm kind of missing, you know, an appointment that I needed to be at at work. No big deal. They said I could make that up online. It was a, a conference I, uh, that I was supposed to attend. So that wasn't a big deal. I had brought my laptop with me. So I just sat down and I made their waiting room my office <laughs> for the next two hours while that kind of got taken care of. Once it got done, got in my car, and they were very kind. They washed my car, which I really appreciated, and on my way I went. I got to work, uh, obviously, towards the end of the day because I didn't get into town until 
uh, close to 9.30 in the morning, and by the time all of this shenanigans got done, it was 3.30 in the afternoon, so I was at work around 4 o'clock. No big deal. Uh, still worked out. I still managed to get to work, did a few things, and then brought myself home. What is so remarkable about that whole situation? And then I want to talk about is this idea of having order in your life. Nothing magical happened to me that day. I always say to people that it always works out, and it does. But what is after that phrase, it always works out? And what's after that phrase is, I have made choices up until that moment to bring order to my life to make sure that I've taken care of the things that I need to take care of, right? I made sure that I had a Halo Bolt charger. Even though it didn't work, at least I was able to eliminate that as one of the possibilities and not feeling like, wow, I wish I'd had one, right? It's better to have one and not need it and then, you know, or to, you know, not have one and then need it kind of thing. But I'd also set up my insurance in a way that I knew that, you know, if I ever needed roadside assistance, that was part of what I had put on my insurance. How I managed myself throughout the entire experience. I wasn't agitated, you know, a situation appeared, I needed to take care of it. It wasn't an issue. I wasn't overly emotional. I wasn't having a problem. I wasn't freaking out. I was just handling it. It was just like, hey, this is what I need to take care of, and this is how I'm going to take care of it. And I had all these other things in place, so I knew to take care of those things. I also had realized at one point, okay, could this cost me $300 for another battery? Possibly. But what did I do to take care of that and not worry about that? You know what? I have an emergency fund. Um, you know, I listen to friends and I listen to Dave Ramsey. And, you know, for years now, I've had a nice, sizable emergency fund that anytime I needed it, I could draw off of it if I needed to replace it later. So it was one of the things that I realized at the end of my day was having brought order to my life made it possible that I actually enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed the experience with the gentleman from State Farm, with the gentleman who was the tow truck guy, and then the gentleman that was at uh, David McDavid, uh, the Honda dealership. You know, all of them were really, really good people and, you know, doing their best to resolve the situation. And I got to be present to the moment. I wasn't freaking out, having all these emotions about it. But it was because I had started off way before making choices, being accountable, being responsible to myself, and making sure that I am the one that sets my life for success and that I don't rely on other people to set my life for success, that that responsibility belongs to me. When we've talked about before about an individual making themselves a victim, they make themselves a victim because they won't own their choices. You know, if I had not, you know, gone and, and gotten insurance where the insurance allowed for me to have roadside assistance or, you know, I had not had a charger with my phone, I was able to keep my phone charged because I... I had a Halo charger, a portable that I carried with me uh, that was able to keep my phone charged. If I wasn't able to manage the situation with the Honda dealership, and, you know, if I had not been that person, it, it very easily, listen, 25, 30 years ago, 
you know, I could be that guy that's standing there acting like a jerk and, you know, not being very kind to the people that are actually trying to help me get through whatever this situation is that presented itself. It wasn't a problem. It wasn't an issue. It was just a situation that, you know, when things are in order, I just handle these things and I don't really worry about it. We make ourselves a victim when we don't want to own our choices. If I had not done those things as a responsible person, I still would have owned my choice. Well, you know what, Greg? You didn't get roadside assistance. So fortunately, you have an emergency fund and you'd be able to pay for a tow. Um, You know, you didn't have a warranty on the battery. So, you know, fortunately, you have an emergency fund and you'll be able to take care of the battery and you'll replace all that stuff when you can. Now, if I didn't have roadside assistance, if I didn't have the, you know, dollars for the battery and all these other good things, well, then what else would I be looking at? Well, I'd be looking at maybe I would have to use my credit card and I would do take care of that and then just pay that off when I needed to. But I was always thinking to myself that, you know, I had made choices to be prepared. And I think that's the biggest thing is being prepared in your life. And you're prepared when you have order to your life. And when you bring order to your life, you're able to be accountable and responsible to yourself. I'm not burdening other people with issues and problems. I have situations that I'm just taking care of, just matter-of-factly. And when people heard that, you know, I had a battery problem or whatever, they were like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. I said, nah, it was easy. Took care of it, you know, back on the road, not worried at all. So now I have a new battery and I have a couple of, you know, new tires. And, you know, over the last year and a half, I've got a new starter and some new brakes. And so that's how it goes. Um, And it's gone really well. And my being in touch with all of that has made a difference. And so I thought it'd be a great example to discuss this idea of bringing order to your life. And rather than going into emotion and panic, you go into resolution. And you do that because that order comes from being accountable and being responsible. This is about your personal development. The more you develop these parts of yourself, the easier your life gets the easier it is to step onto that magic carpet and off you go. All right, so that's going to do it for this weekend, uh, this Sunday. Uh, Please join me every Sunday uh, for this podcast. I will be here again next week and uh, on Instagram, so feel free to jump into that if you can. Uh, Links are down below. Hey, hit the like button. I would really appreciate that. That's always terrific if you can do that. And if you would like to subscribe to this podcast, you absolutely can do so. Uh, And if you'd like to throw a couple of dollars a month my way, I'd be grateful for that as well. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, coming by and listening to all this good stuff. If you have any comments, please drop those in the comments section. Or if you'd like to email me, my email is on there, iconicfreedom at gmail.com, iconicfreedom at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions or talk about your particular situation on one of the podcasts. Go out and make it a great week and I'll see you here next Sunday.